you know, your young adult wants to work. They want to be successful. They want to be productive. You getting a job 10, 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when you were starting out is not the same as today. And so allow them to grow into that in their own way and with their own skills. How do you find and keep hope alive? I will find hope in what Jesus Christ did for me. Do we believe? My hope is centered totally, completely in him. Do we trust? I have hope today because of what Jesus did on the cross. His hope doesn't change. Hope is triumph in our trial. As a parent, you hear many things throughout the different stages of life. You're told, wait till they start moving. You'll have to keep up with them. Then you're told, wait till they start talking. They'll never stop. Then you hear all sorts of phrases like terrible twos and the terrific threes. And then you say, just wait till teenage years. Then it's a whole nother ball game. But how do you support love and still parent a young adult? Someone who's on their own, finding their way in life. And as they're trying to find their way in life, figure out how they're going to be provided for in life. Well, my name is John Wood. I host the afternoon show on the Light FM. I'm not an expert, but thankfully today we're joined by one. And I'm so thrilled and honored to welcome Lisa Anderson, host of the Boundless Program with Focus on the Family, as well as the director of the Young Adult Ministry portion. And Lisa, it is such an honor to have you here today. Thank you for your time. Well, John, it's great to be here. Lisa, this is such an interesting topic because as a dad myself of young children, I know this phase of life, the Lord willing, is going to come at some point, and it scares me to death that my little precious babies are going to grow up, and they're going to face a lot of the same challenges, or all of the same challenges, and new ones that I faced making my transition into adulthood. And for many of them, it's an odd dichotomy because here we are on the one hand, we go through this phase where students feel like they know everything. Like, we've got this, we don't need you, mom and dad. But then when they step into this world of unknowns, all of a sudden, maybe mom and dad know a little more than I was giving them credit for. And so for our parent, who's going to be watching or listening to us today, what words of encouragement would you offer them, especially if their student is now beginning that process of developing what the next step looks like in their life? Yeah, well, the first thing I love to encourage parents with is the reminder that God cares about and knows about your kids more than even you do. And so that transition for a parent to eventually let go and let their kids move into adulthood and become grownups and learn how to navigate life on their own is a very scary transition and parents want to hold on, but they got to be willing to kind of cut those apron strings and really entrust their kids to God and be kind of move more into that friend mentor role than trying to clamp down and and overtly parent uh, their young adult children. And so uh, really it's a process that's natural. It's one that, you know, God ordained and he wants uh, people to mature into adulthood, into their faith. And so let that happen. Uh, Pray for them like crazy, but God's got their back. You know, I think one of the hardest things, and even I'm seeing it now in the early stages of life, where we start to realize, wait, they think and act differently than I do. And that's not a bad thing. It's a different thing. And so for for a friend who's watching today or listening and they're thinking, okay, I see them wanting to take the next steps, but I have concerns. Are my concerns things that I really need to be worried about? Or how can I recognize 
this is just a different path they're taking to get there. Yeah, I think it really is, you know, having the conversations with your, whether it's a, a teen at this point or a college student or a young adult, and really kind of get their heart uh, and some of their fears, maybe some of their expectations, their hopes, and understand that, yeah, just culturally, they're probably in a different space. I mean, at at boundless.org, John, we've got, you know, a ton of millennials in our sphere, but this year, the oldest millennials are turning 40. I mean, they're not kids anymore. And so now we're backfilling our space. Now we've got Gen Z coming in as well. And they're totally different from millennials even. And so uh, you Gen X parents and maybe even a couple of millennial parents out there who think you're so cool and you know it all and you're young, you're not as young as you used to be. And so let your children experience their generation, pull the great stuff from it. But ultimately we have to guide them with great principles uh, that are coming straight from scripture to model it in our own lives, to be honest about our own failures and to realize that, you know, with with our kids being able to see the good, the bad, and the ugly, but ultimately a, a trust in and reliance upon God, they're going to be able to get their feet under them. That's mm, mm, wise words. And, you know, we just recently came off the tail end of graduation season for many families. Uh, and obviously that marks the end of one journey, but obviously the beginning of the next step as well. And so one of the things that, you know, you see all sorts of stories and data that would suggest that uh, you know, stepping into the job market at times can feel very scary. You feel unsettled. You read job descriptions and they say, wait, you've got to have a certain amount of experience, but you don't even know where to start to get the experience. And so as a parent, I think the natural inclination then is you want to help support, you want to help coach, you want to help them have that sure footing. But at the same time, understanding, as you just pointed out, the dynamics of the role have changed. It's more of a friend and mentor phase. So if, if someone was to say, OK, my child just graduated, they're trying to get started and I want to help them maybe focus on some of the basics before they would really be able to step in to find that dream job or that beginning of that dream job. Where should they begin? Yeah, well, and just even backing up off of what you just said, John, I mean, you think like this is a difficult process at any time, Mm. but coming off of a pandemic, this is a hot mess for graduates Mm. right now. I mean, this is a very scary season. Many young adults last year were furloughed in jobs. Many are underemployed. I mean, we look at the standard job market and it's just a tough spot to be in, especially for a college graduate who's trying to navigate a good space to really grow in a professional career. And so Mm. That said, there are a couple of great places to start before you even start, kind of like what you were saying. And one of those is uh, to get out there and first of all, assess yourself, figure out if you haven't already done this in school and many young adults have, they're way ahead of their, their parents and grandparents in this sense. This is that chance to kind of find out who you are. So take those personality assessments, whether it's the Myers-Briggs, whether you're going to look at a DISC assessment, uh, whether you're going to go into a pro scan or something that's more job skill based, find out what are your gifts, your talents, uh, specifically what lines up with the major you're graduating with, the degree you're going to have. And don't be totally tied to that. A lot of people think, oh, I came out with this specific degree and that's where I'm going to have to land. There's a lot of variability in that. And so research the job market, the stuff that interests you when you're just doing a hobby what kind of do you gravitate towards? Because that could turn into a bona fide job opportunity at some point. And so 
do your research. And then, and again, we're talking way before we're talking resumes or interviews at this point, then kind of get a feel for what's out there. What are some of the uh, companies that really interest you? It might be a corporation, it might be a nonprofit, uh, really kind of investigate uh, what those are, what they're about, what opportunities are there, and then look at what are kind of the foot in the door opportunities for those places. So get to know what you might actually be exploring and figure out, okay, what is this going to look like for me to maybe kind of put some feelers out there and see if I can get some more direct experience. You know, it's interesting as you're pointing that out, because so many practical steps you just offered. And I think Sometimes we may even have a tendency to discredit our own experience and the things we've learned. Could this be an opportunity as well for parents maybe to deepen the relationship with their child by reflecting back on maybe some of the mistakes or some of the things they wish they had been told before they started the process themselves? Oh, absolutely. And I do this all the time at Boundless because I think people look at my job now and they think, oh, Lisa, you host this podcast and this radio show and you're just like doing awesome stuff and your job is so exciting. And I have to remind them that my 20s, John, were like this wasteland. Okay. I graduated with a liberal arts degree, which is like the curse of the job market. And I'm like, what do I do with this? And so I did a lot of temping. I went from job to job. I did some freelancing. Then I did some cool things in there as well. But parents can really kind of lean in and, and help their kids navigate the world of opportunity that's open to them. And, you know, you just need to start somewhere. It's It can be kind of daunting when you think of like, well, this job looks good, but this does too, but this one pays a little more, but this one might be more fun. And it can just be, you can be overwhelmed. And so parents uh, can really give their, their kids a head start here. And one great a way that they can do this, John, and I, I tell young adults to go after this all the time, the power of the informational interview. Okay. What people way underestimate this. Okay. And what I mean by the informational interview is you're not going to someone for a specific position. You're not asking them for a job. This is where parents, every friend that, you know, those folks at church, those colleagues that you have, Connect them with your young adult child just to sit down maybe for a cup of coffee and talk about what they do, the good about their job, how they got into their field. And this is, you know, and, and any young adults as you're listening here or watching, do this. This is where you go after, you know, your people at church, your mailman, your hairdresser, your, you just sit down with everyone and anyone and say, how did you get where you are today? And not only is it just informational and good things to know and you're going to get some great insight, but you never know when someone might know someone who knows someone who knows someone and that might turn into a job opportunity. You know, I, I love that you brought that up because I, I haven't thought about it quite the way that you just said it, but the informational interview, I think, makes so much sense in so many ways. And it's it's interesting, too, because when you think about the interview process, you know, it seems like maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like more and more these days you hear stories about mom or dad went to the interview with their young adult. Um, and then, you know, while some may say, well, that's ridiculous. Why would they do that? Others would say, listen, I know my child is struggling in these areas. I want to try to help and be supportive. So you try to welcome all folks into that from that spectrum. But when it comes to empowering your young adult or maybe even wrestling with some of your own fears for your young adult, you know, what kind of perspective is healthy for us to maintain as we think about the right way to support them as they're starting this process? 
Sure. I think it's helpful to remember kind of where we were at that age, because I think parents become so aspirational for their kids that they think that, you know, and, and again, the, the comparison game, parents are no stranger to that as well. We often talk about kids and young adults about hanging out on Instagram and TikTok, and all they do is compare their lives to other people, but sure. we're doing it too. Okay. So, you know, this child uh, success envy is, is no friend of parents. So just, right. just realize your kids have to start somewhere. And I say, you know, better to Find a great place to work somewhere that you can learn a lot and just get in at the bottom level, go in at the mail room, go in as a temp employee, go in as a volunteer and get some experience, meet some people and parents be okay with that. Be okay with your kids, maybe working a couple jobs and just getting some experience or being willing to take that internship. You know, most parents are like, no, they need to get paid. I need them to make money. And, and that's cool too. Some internships are paid, but I'm always so impressed with the interns that come through my door. In fact, my latest one just started two days ago. And, uh, you know, they're just like, yeah, we want to go after internships. We want to get experience. We want to ask for more work. We want to see what we can do on the side and kind of get a little a side hustle going to get more experience. So parents, um, be okay. You know, it's not, I mean, sure, 10 years down the road, if your kid's still living at home and they're not motivated to get a job, then you have something to worry about. But right now, they've just got to figure things out. They've got to get something. Don't don't uh, badger them constantly about like, did you send out more resumes or have you connected with 12 people on LinkedIn? That can be kind of pressury and overwhelming. Um, but at the same time, be encouraging, be willing to open doors for them, be willing to pray them through. And I think you'll end up being a real ally. What would you say as far as a parent who's trying to encourage someone who maybe isn't having that initial success? What what have you found through the years to be effective affirmations to tell young adults is maybe they're not seeing that instant success that, we're, that they may be used to in a text message. Maybe the job market's not quite the same way. What are some things that parents can tell their kiddos, their grown kiddos, uh, to help them just to not not be too hard on themselves or not be too down? Yeah, I think part of it is, you know, every every job that you do, sometimes you're going to do jobs and sometimes you'll do careers and sometimes you'll do callings and you maybe move through different seasons at different points in your life. Like I said, in my 20s, I did a few really awesome things and then those things ended up not panning out. And so then I was back to just like working a temp job or maybe I made another move and tried somewhere else and, uh, you know, even moved geographically. And so I think parents, uh, it, it's as long as you're kid is moving in some direction. You know, we always only half jokingly say God loves steering moving vehicles, you know, so as long as we're not sitting on our hands and are saying, you know, well, God, I can't trust you in this season. You haven't shown up for me always looking forward, doing something, you know, it might just be a season of, of paying the bills. It might be a season of welcoming your young adult home uh, for a season and setting up some ground rules. I always tell parents, you know, this isn't like a free for all. You tell them what your expectations are. Maybe if they have a job, you charge a little bit of rent and, and put a structure there to that, uh, set it up like a business deal. That's necessary. That's good and healthy. Uh, but maybe you encourage them in that way, or maybe you introduce 
introduce them to someone who could kind of uh, give them a little bit of an opportunity or a foot in the door or someone that they, you know, we talked about informational interviews. Another great opportunity is for young adults to shadow someone at their job. So maybe it's just for a day, maybe it's for a week, and maybe they offer some volunteer services in that. But parents can be a great connecting point in that. But what you don't want to do is project out to the worst case scenario of like, oh my goodness, you know, what if a year from now you're still living here and you don't have a job yet? Well, we don't know where God will have your young adult in the year. And so just trust the process and know that, you know, your young adult wants to work. They want to be successful. They want to be productive. And so let them get there, uh, encourage them where you can. But remember that you getting a job 10, 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when you were starting out is not the same as today. And so allow them to grow into that in their own way and with their own skills. She's an author, a speaker, host of the Boundless Podcast, and director of Young Adult Ministries for Focus on the Family. Lisa, thank you so much for your time today. For our friend who is listening or watching and might like some additional resources, where's the best place for them to go? Absolutely. Find us at boundless.org. There we publish articles. We have a group blog. We have a weekly show. We're on social media. For any young adult who really wants to honor God, um, connect biblically with all the daily things of life, including career, money, faith, dating and relationships, and even more than that. So come and find us. We'd love to meet you. Lisa, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, John.